My brother and I are running the food forum in Francis Street for the last five years and there's been loads of threats and different things in the last five years you can think of but uh, it's been increasingly tough um, to keep things paid and we talked a few months back about it, the threat of businesses going away for good and unfortunately it's been happening and it'll keep happening if changes aren't made. You can see the pressure on the increased fat, we do a bit of catering and that kind of thing, like it has definitely um, affected people's choices on getting a few things because once they get the price it's all going up, you know. Even thinking about what catering provides for its special events, so you're talking birthdays, anniversaries and confirmations, holy communions and crucially weddings as well. Do you have some scenarios now where somebody might say to you, for example, can you do an event for me six months down the line and are you thinking to yourself, will my doors be open? Yeah, we had this thing um, last year. Someone was asking about doing a wedding for 2025. And traditionally, we would have been very happy to say, yeah, but just with the way things are, we weren't as confident as we would have been. And we actually didn't take it on because we just weren't sure that we would be here and didn't want to let this particular crowd down. We're looking at the increased costs that have come on business. You mentioned there the increase of the hospitality VAT rate. The minimum wage has seen a hike in the same time frame it's now 12.70 per hour do you know i know businesses like to pay their staff as well as they can but when that's compounded by the vat rate is that something now that's a struggle from our perspective like we work in this business i think it's definitely needed for someone to have some standard of living that it's an important move to increase minimum wage but just there has to be give these two things don't complement each other the increased fat rate and increase that for just small business like ours at the, at the minute so they will have to do something to try and help things along are you cutting back on any measures when it comes to uh, delivering the final product i'll be that in the kitchen or, or the cafe or is it simply a case of no other choice but pass on the increased cost to the consumer at the other end yeah, so I think we've definitely gotten smarter with buying, which is no harm really, to be honest, but we've had to go spend so much time um, into looking into different avenues and getting actually removing some products that we used to have just to try and keep things low enough to get over the line. And thankfully our customers have been very understanding in, in uh, let's say, a certain amount that we've had to pass on to them. And we do extremely thankful for that. I'd be confident that we, we have plenty of energy and we're, we're well able for these changes and willing to work as hard as we can to make this work but I do definitely see a, a big fall in businesses around the place but we're hoping that we'll stay positive and just keep driving it on that we'll, we'll be able to keep the door open hopefully but it's not going to be an easy feat and it's, it's a challenging thing. And just uh, finally on that one, Fiona, and Tornish to Hall Martin has, has confirmed the Cabinet are going to discuss what measures they can reintroduce to help the hospitality industry this week. And he has ruled out reinstating the lower VAT rate. But aside of that, is there anything else you can think of that would really help you and other small firms out there? Definitely, if, if there was maybe a more aggressive discount in terms of electricity, because we've seen this definitely being very effective for households and myself speaking at home it's been such a huge lift but I feel like if there was something that was put in even just more practical like that household grant for electricity that I think it would help businesses especially when it is a high bill this time of year it's always tough when you're when you're going to open that envelope for the electricity bill you know if you were uh, trying to have a business that would be let's say low on electricity it, it wouldn't be in this game anyway for sure Power things. Oh,
Connie Smith and I am uh, owner of Achakbia here in Ennistymon. Connie, it's a pleasure to be in your establishment this afternoon on what is a lovely sunny day despite the cold in Ennistymon. Could you tell us just even about your business story here in Ennistymon? Um, I'm in business here now about 20 years. Um, I've had two other premises that were leased and then I bought this and um, I'm here eight years and it's actually getting harder and harder every year between staffing and price increases and all the other cafes opening. It's uh, getting more challenging every year. We saw quite sadly towards the end of 2023 in Clare that a number of prominent establishments uh, countywide unfortunately shut their doors for the last time. You've said that over the course of your 20 years it's getting harder and harder all the time. Where particularly are you seeing challenges? Staffing is huge. You can't get staff. Um, They don't want to work the hours that that you need them for. Uh, The cost of Buying, you know, the food has gone through the roof. ESB has gone through the roof. Um, even now I'm getting letters in, 5% going on this, 5% going on that. Like all the suppliers are increasing their pricing. So it is huge. And now with the VAT, it's, it's actually a very difficult time to be in business. And when we talk about the issue of staffing at the moment, that, that's a key one that keeps cropping up, particularly in the hospitality sector. Would you, would you mind if I asked just how many, how many staff do you, do you have uh, on the roster here at present? I have four staff on the roster. I have two permanent and two part-time and myself. So I'm, I'm working a 60-hour week trying to cover the shifts because I can't get staff. And the other side is it's not viable to have too many staff here either, so... And a 60-hour week, that's naturally, that's going to hamper your effort, but it must be seriously reducing your own family time. Oh, it is, yeah. It's no life. You know, it's, it's all work. When you get home in the evening, you're so tired. You have no interest in doing anything. You know, the kids have to be looked after, but it's just, that's it. You just go home and do the, the essentials. That's it. Are you combining duties? Like, with four staff, surely there has to be shared work there between cooking in the kitchen, a, a barista, and, and waitressing all at the same time? Yeah, we're doing everything. Yeah, I, I do come in in the morning, I do the kitchen and I close up in the evening and I come out from the restaurant. Another, you know, so it's very difficult at the moment, yeah. And you've mentioned there cost soaring as well. What sort of pressure has that actually put on you? Um, I've cut back my menu way back to what it used to be. I've less stuff on the menu. It's, it's, it's ma- managing the kitchen is very difficult because you don't want waste. And you have, you know, you've, you've just, it's just very difficult at the moment because... You're trying to provide a service and you're trying to provide, you know, a variety of food, which isn't an option really anymore. You kind of have to stick to the, the cheaper options because you, if we put up our prices, you're, as it is, we're getting very few through the door. So an increase in price, you're going to get less. So we're trying to keep our prices to as low as we can. And it's making it very difficult to have a variety on the menu. You kind of have to keep to the cheaper options and, and try and provide nice food at a cost people aren't you're not trying to fleece your customers either that you you know you can provide decent food as low as you possibly can but that cuts my margins so i'm actually working for less and less what support particularly could help you the most right now a hundred percent that the vet would be reduced back that needs to be and and that's the one thing that tarnished to me martin has ruled out and do you think he's missing the bigger picture here of course he is, and they'll, they'll realise it when a load of places close, because that's going to be the, you know, with the, the wage increase this week, 
and the VAT increase, it's actually, it's not viable to, if you're renting a premises, it's not viable to stay paying rent, VAT, high wages, high suppliers. Um, by the end of the week, you have nothing for yourself. So it, it, it doesn't make it worthwhile. Peter Jackson, the proprietor of the Roadside Tavern here in Listoon Verna. January, it's a time when things are winding down and it's not traditionally tourist season. How are you finding activity at the moment? I'm being honest, it's it's not easy. Um, we are facing a number of, um, I suppose, challenges between, I suppose, cost of living crisis for everybody. Um, you know, our prices are, are going up. They're not coming down, whether that be energy, the cost of alcohol, the cost of food, the cost of um, staff, insurance, um, our rates, everything is quite high and it's a lot of factors taken in that have to be paid out before we even get any money coming back into the till. And another unique challenge that presents to Liston Verna, as people will be well aware, Liston Verna's population now is made up of Ukrainian refugees and international protection applicants. And when, when you lose bed nights there, does that affect your business as well? Oh, usually. Um, I suppose over the last two years we've seen, I suppose, our, our nighttime um, industry has disappeared because nobody can stay. A lot of people would love to stay in the Burren area, but unfortunately they have to head on to other areas like Galway or Limerick to find accommodation. So we have to really try and focus on making what we can during the day or in the early evenings, because when the sun goes down, as I say, people aren't coming to see the cliffs, they're not coming to see the, the lovely wild Atlantic Way, they're having to drive on elsewhere. So that has a huge impact on our nighttime economy. And Peter, just as well there, Joe, you, you mentioned at the start that cutting your cloth to measure and spiralling bills, whether that be energy, food or any of your input costs. What have you looked at to try and reduce those bills, reduce operating costs? I've been in the industry a long time, so we look at stuff like our, our food wastage, um, our sustainability practices. So, you know, not having all the lights on all the time, not having all the equipment on all the time, just turning it on for when we need and for peak hours or with the likes of um, like our gas and all that, it's instant. So we don't have to have stuff running all the time and we use the LPG. Um, and yeah, it's just about just really looking at the business model and you know, there are stuff that are, it's gonna cost us money regardless, but it's the stuff that we can control that we really, as a team, look at. When all comes to all then, like what's your outlook for the year? Are things as bleak as the RAI are predicting if there's no government intervention? Um, just speaking for ourselves, I'm going to stay positive. Um, I think that we will have a lot more tourists coming um, to, to Ireland, you know, particularly from the States. A lot of new routes have opened to Shannon. So I'm hoping that we'll have um, a big impact here on the West Coast and on the Wild Atlantic Way. Um, that's just for myself, but I, I have other friends in the industry that wouldn't be fortunate enough to be, I suppose, in a tourist area. And, you know, they, it's not looking great for, for them. And while it is challenging for businesses in all areas of the county, and you mentioned those not in tourist areas, another thing that's cropping up is staff. And something that we spoke about just a moment ago as well is that we have quite a lot of youth that are emigrating at the moment. Even now, if you're maybe trying to plan ahead for the summer season, is it hard to know how many staff actually will I have in my books and will I be able to get, say, cover for this or that eventuality? I don't want to mention the C word, but COVID had um, a big effect on 
the hospitality industry. A lot of people that were working in the hospitality industry found new careers that I suppose had more social hours for them. Um, so that left a big gap in our um, in the hospitality sector. There are a lot of younger people immigrating, but it's not such a bad thing either. I was always I'll always recommend somebody young to go abroad, you know, broaden their horizons. And then come back, you know, bring back a wealth of knowledge with them, particularly in um, chefing. It's always good to go and cook with other cultures. Um, fortunately, here in the, the tavern, we're, we're blessed with our core team. We've had them since we opened. Um, I'm a chef myself, so that takes out, um, I suppose, a big wage bill that I would have had to face if, if I wasn't um, cooking. And just going forward then, we're just, you know, we have our core team. We love to add to it. Um, we have a recruitment campaign going on at the moment, even though it is January. We hope to add in maybe another five or six full-time employees. And then we'll rely on college students and um, secondary school students then when school holidays start. And that's hopefully what's going to happen with us. That's a nice change of mood to hear. I mean, the fact that there's a recruitment campaign underway, that's certainly a positive outlook. And like, that's the sense I've been getting from a lot of businesses is regardless of challenges, there's a strong feeling there that, that the community will, will pull through and support the local. We are so lucky here in the Roadside Tavern with um, all our local customers. They're, they're very, very, very good to us. They always come back and support us. Um, and I, I feel like when they come in, they know that they're going to come in and they're going to have a nice meal and they're going to have a few drinks and they're going to meet other people in the community. So it has become that bit of a hub. Um, but as I said, like, you know, they're... Locals can't be out every night of the week. They've only got so much disposable income themselves. Um, so besides the great support that we have from them, we really will be relying on tourism. So with our recruitment drive, we are putting our best foot forward. You know, we want to offer the best product that we can. We're always trying to evolve and make ourselves better. Um, as you said, we're in the middle of doing a bit of renovation work now. You know, everything from, you know, improving our our. our drinks, um, improving our food menus. We've menu development going on as well at the moment. You can see there the kitchen is all lit up. We were practicing a few dishes earlier on today. So we're very excited about the new product that we're going to be offering and constantly evolving. And I suppose if we don't keep constantly evolving, we won't have the local support. So that's what we need to do. They've ruled out a reduction of the VAT rate. Aside from that, what's the most important thing they can do to help your industry? Um, I suppose we, we have great um, bodies there like the VFI and the RAI and you know these are people that are in the game and involved with the game and listening to people like myself so if the government just even just listened to them a little bit more or, or worked with them um, with the likes of government supports and all of that you know there's very little that can be done in our um, I suppose our town down here but you know rates might help smaller businesses like myself like the rates are still very big and there's talks of them even being increased again so that's like another huge chunk of cash flow that's going to be gone and I don't know the, the VAT is a big one like that's an extra four and a half percent that's a big chunk off your bottom line if especially if you were only you know just breaking even that's enough to sink a lot of businesses and I think that's going to be a massive factor with a lot of the restaurant closures on the other side of that it has a very, um, it leaves, I, I know from listening to tourists that come in here, it leaves them with a very sour taste in their mouth when they go to regions and everything is closed. They can't have, you know, get that cade meal of fault when they come in. 
uh, because there's nowhere to have 